That was, we are back and what a monumental event. The records keep breaking, boys. Seven, you heard right, seven straight for the mighty Newcastle Knights defeating the Rabbitohs 29 to 10. Boys, how are we feeling this Sunday night? Fucking sensational. Join in with me. We win, we win, we win. We win, we win. That's all I'm going to do. You don't want to hear me sing. Anyway, how fucking good was that? That was that was amazing. Great to be a part of. You know, what was it? Uh, highest crowd since 2012. Twenty nine thousand. You'll 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 know the figures, Lincoln. Twenty nine thousand and eighteen. So fucking yeah. hats off to all of you guys who could get tickets. I tell you what, we said it. The hottest tickets on the planet. Oh, mate, how many posts were there? People looking for tickets. Like, everybody, two minutes, they were popping up. I even see uh, Taylor Swift giving away tickets just to try and get some, mate. <laughs> she was wanting them. Um, but, yeah, oh, mate. sensational, mate. It, Apparently it, on Triple M as well, that um, next week's almost sold out. Good. Oh, I'm hoping. Uh, surely it will. Yeah, surely it think will. so. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, fuck. Sensational, boys. Can't believe it. What a ride it has been. Um, Mate, when was the yeah. last time? I don't know if you guys have got on hand or anyone else has. When was the last time we got seven wins in a row? Mate, feels 2001. like... 2001. 2001, mate. There's the answer. Yeah. There you Knights, go. The Knights have done it twice in Newcastle Knights history, seven in a row. Guess what years they were? 97 and 21. 97 and 2001. Fucking winning the comp, yeah. boys. Here we're we go. living. We're living. History, I forgot what boys. this feels like. It's been a you know it's been a, it's been a cup of coffee between these seven and three weeks. Unbelievable, yeah. unbelievable. Well, speaking of history being broken, put it in the calendar. Put it in the calendar. This very show, one week's time, we will be at the Sunnyside Tavern after mm. we've gone on a record-breaking eight straight. Wins locking up finals. I'm telling you now, you're not going to want to miss this. It is going to be a fucking show to end all shows. All right. Put it in the calendar straight after the game against the Sharkies. Head over to the Sunnyside Tavern where we'll be doing this show. Can't believe it, boys. In one week's time, we'll be partying in Newey. It's going to be a hell of a time. You just want to be there, don't you? Crazy, oh, my friend. Mate. Your first night's home game. It's just, mate, you must be excited. Mate, I'm fucking pumped. So um, put it in the calendar, guys. Seriously, you're not going to want to miss it. It's going to be so fucking fun. So 27th of August, 7.30 p.m., all right? I'm going to break records. I can feel it in my bones, all right? So put it in there. Seven in a week since we seven, – seven in a row, sorry, since we released these, these bad boys as well. Unbelievable. You will look back every time you wear this T-shirt, and it's a piece of history and a record broken. 
So if you haven't already, do so because this shirt has done its job. Um, undefeated since its release. Jump on the au. Snap one up. I tell you what, we've seen some fucking awesome selfies of you guys in this kit. Getting some DMs, some really good ones. Um, so yes, if you haven't already, join the magic because I tell I'm you bring what. bring this, this one up as well. Glenn said, is the sunny side sold out? Considering we're not selling anything to get into it, it's free. Just walk in. But mate, if, if today's atmosphere is anything to go by, I'm saying get in there early. They're, get they're down there, mate. 7.30 on a Sunday. You know, it's not an ideal time to pack out a venue, but mate, get down there. We're all going to have lots of fun. Mate, lots we're going to break the eight straight, eight straight, two months of winning Locked into the eight, defeated the Sharkies, mate. You're not going to want to miss it. It's a good time. So um, I'll tell you what, I, I, I knew it was a marketing ploy when we first released these shirts, but I'm, there's something magical about them. So the nighter.com.au to grab yours now. Boys, has the time come? Is this when we're doing it? Yep. We're um, doing it right now. Hold your breaths, ladies and gentlemen. The next shirt, we've got our very own. We've got some... Different colored ones up here. This will be the next shirt that we will be unveiling. Boys, let's do it. This is it, guys. Our very own premier shirt. Let me try and get this fucking straight. Fucking hard to do this on a webcam. There we are, guys. The tribute to the 97 and 2001 premierships. A uh, lot of different colors. They're the three that us boys are taking. What have we got? White, gray. Um, yes, we'll have a, a bunch of those. So the 27th, rainbow. Don't quote me on that. 27th of August, guys, these will be available to be purchased. But to go in the running to win your very own, all you need to do is come along to the Sunnyside Tavern. All right, yep. come along to the Sunnyside Tavern. Sean's got his little, little ticket book there. Um, all you need to do is get along, grab one of those tickets, and go in the running on the night. We'll be drawing it on the night for one of you battlers to, to pick up. If you can't make it, um, the very next day, guys, these will be going on for pre-sale. Alrighty, so um, yes, there you go, guys. Fucking shit hot looking piece of kit. Yep, and Very good. Yeah, uh, that's the blue one. There you go. I'll hold it. Yeah. I'll hold it up again just for you guys. Yeah. Great looking, Joanne. I think you just yeah. covered it, Link. But yeah, next day they'll be online. That's what you said, wasn't it, Link? Pretty so much. Yes. Just asking here. Yeah. Pretty much. Yes. Um, straight after the. Um, Straight afterwards, yes, they'll be available um, for pre-order, guys. So, and then also, also, we're going to back it up. Going to back it up because we're pretty much we're, we've got a foot in the finals, right? We needed the Cowboys to lose the other night. We needed to win. We're, we're pretty much we're pretty much sneaking in into the finals. And if we do, if we are in the finals, we will be releasing this bad boy as well. There you is, go. Throwback to a 1997 finals series shirt. To mark the occasion, guys. So I'm pretty, I think everyone is pretty confident this one will be dropping. All right. So a bit more for you guys. So our first premiership shirt and the first final series shirt for you guys to order. All right. So, yep. The Knights haven't even released their design yet. And we're just like, here's ours. Fucking here you go. Right, well, one thing we've always said is we haven't been 100% happy with the ones the Knights ever released. So we thought, well, let's just do our own. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? So okay, yeah. let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. We've been on this journey together. Let's mark the occasion. Um, so, yes, bit more, bit more merchandise coming your way very, very soon, guys. 
Um, well, boys, let's jump straight into it, shall we? Um, here we go. Round 25 saw the Newcastle Knights taking on the South Sydney Rabbitohs, defeating them 29 points to 10. Let's take a look at some of these statistics. The Knights, six tries to the Rabbitohs, two. Only two conversions for our boy KP. Um, one for the Rabbitohs. Fuck, how on earth did Latrell miss that one? My <laughs> that God. Was, oh, mate, that was, yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, that just topped off his game, didn't it? Just yeah, missing Lord. that from pretty much right in front. Mate, even he was laughing at himself. That was crazy. Mate, yeah. he was still at that Luke Combs concert, tell you what. Um, possession favoring the Knights, 56 uh uh, 56%, sorry, to 44% for the Rabbitohs. Completion rate, 83%. You're putting yourself in a good position completing that high. Um, only 40, sorry, 57% for the Rabbitohs. Run meters, 1,662 with the Rabbitohs, only 1,535. 10 errors for the Knights, 14 for the Rabbitohs. Seven penalties conceded each. Uh, 305 tackles made by the Knights, 348 for the Rabbitohs. 43 missed tackles for the Knights and 49 for the Rabbitohs. Boys, what is jumping out at you this week? You can stats go, Sean. Wise, don't all jump at once. Sorry, Mate, I um, comments. Stats wise, look, the, the, the first one's a completion rate of 57% mm. to the Rabbitohs. I don't think I've seen a completion rate that low. Like, that's. That's pretty that's, bad. That's pretty bad. Can we just address that? you know firstly um which is huge compliment to our defense i thought our defense was absolutely massive today um apart from you know a couple of very 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 soft rabbitos tries i thought our defense was fantastic yeah it's probably something we don't really pump up enough is it we sort of we all we all love the point scoring and all the the statistics regarding our our attack but what's a a statistic i heard today was we're the second best defensively since this ran began behind the Broncos. I wow. think it was. Well there you go. Well it's no coincidence then we've we've um we're seven on the trot then. And what I see too, we're only we got the best statistics against uh attacks against the kick too. I think we've only conceded seven tries all season from kicks. Yes, that was another yeah. one. Which yeah. is crazy when you sort of think of um the kind of winger Greg Marzu because they Tend to be that's what they do. Um, is kick, kick to our boy, uh, to Greg, but they were sort of kicking more towards Dom, um, mm. which was unusual, I found. But, um, yeah, just kick to the tallest guy, you know, on the field behind sure. Penrith. There so, you go. I knew it was second best behind someone. I think, every, I think everyone's second behind Penrith, to be honest. So, <laughs> yeah. um, yeah, no small feat, but. Um, yeah, that 83% completion rate, excellent to see. Um, got to be completing high, especially against these teams that are in and around the eight. Um, but South certainly, certainly not at their best. Um, I can still, you know, I'll go back to the Tuesday show. I cannot believe Bookies had us as outside favorites. Well, I was going to say that, mate. Will this win, will this win finally make people put respect on our name? It still Surely. feels like when you watch these shows like 360 and whatnot, they'll talk about all the other teams and just gloss over the nights mm. usually. It's like they don't expect us to be in this upper echelon. Like we're seven wins in a row. We've knocked off some bigger teams like, you know, Rabbitohs, Melbournes, you know, so on. Is this finally going to give us some respect? I don't think so. I, I, I guarantee you we're still probably, you know, going to see Sharks favourites next mm. week. Even though we we just have done seven in a row, we probably still won't be favourites. But 
That's, yeah. I don't mind that though. I don't mind. Well, Lockie that, here said we are favourites against the Sharks. We are favourite right? against the Sharks. There you, there go. you go. Yeah. yeah. Tide to turn. But I don't mind mm. it. I seriously don't mind. Um, you avoid the headlines. It's not all the pressure. It's just you go on, do your thing. Siege mentality. Going in as underdogs. Um, I don't mind it. I really don't mind it at all. Mm. But, um, <laughs> Look at this Jordan here's put um, I hope not. My sport bet account is loving it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll be You're doing very well if you're um yeah, back of the nights for the last last couple of months for sure. Mm. Look, we were, we were talking um Latrell Mitchell before, but um how good was it to see the Knights crowd just booing him from the very get-go? The oh, second mate, he touched the ball to it, begin man. with, just booing him and then just continued throughout the whole game. And I think that just completely threw him off. Even their reception yeah. when they ran out, like obviously we boo every team that runs out, but mate, yep. that size crowd, I think there was that little bit of added emotion there. And yeah, mate, they we got booed out of the bloody stadium. It was wonderful. Yeah, I must have been. I did. I did have. I did have a bit of PTSD when. Uh, what was that scuffle? What was it? What did Frizzell throw the ball at someone and it just? Hey, I don't think he meant to. Like I've I've only seen it live at the actual game, but I don't yeah. think he meant to throw it at his head. I think he just meant to throw it around. Line. And yeah. it hit him in the head, and he's yeah. taken it personally. Right. And yeah, that was yeah, my right. take on it. Watching it live, I think at the Don, game, but... Don got into it too. Sort of, it all focus started becoming on. Oh, mate, Don. it's good, man. They're backing each other up. You know, one yeah. in, all in. It's nice. Yeah, yeah. And I, was, I was getting PTSD because you know, throw you. When was it? Was it the 2020 or 21? 21. 20, 21. 20 was the Eels. Right. I always get the two mixed up. Yeah, when uh, I, yeah, Mitchie, I do it all the time too. Mitchie, Mitchie Pierce has given it to bloody Cody Walker, and that was the catalyst for them to click in the gear because we were leading at that point. Yeah, it was twelve nil up, weren't we? And I'm thinking, oh fuck, we've poked the bear. Here we go, but mm. but uh, look, we weathered the storm pretty early um, from the Rabbitohs. But tell you what, a fucking first first um, first half hat trick, Greggy Marzu. On fire, that left edge, mate. They were talking about um, Campbell Graham being one of the best defensive centers. Fucking Ponga just schooled him on the inside and out. Skipped around him all day. All day, mate. All day. Mm. Um, Yeah, had a fucking blinder. Um, How good did Clune slot in as well, though? Like that that left side is like it was on fire today. But it looked like like Clune had been in that side all year. Like he just stepped in and he he just played that part. And it's like he'd been running out for, you know, 24 rounds before that. It was sensational. Clune had a massive game. He yeah. did the job so well. And, like, mate, he was a trooper last year. Mate, he, like I've always said, he's one of those blokes and may not be the most talented, but always puts in 110% effort. So for him to come into that side, have a, you know, a blinder and play really well, I was real happy for the bloke. Makes yeah. you think, like, no disrespect, oh, Jackson Hastings has been fucking immaculate, but you plug Adam Clune into a team like this than what he had sort of last year, spluttering. Oh, that's, uh, yeah, mate. He's he's first grade quality half. Like he would do a job for any team. Um, yes, big loss because yeah, Adam O'Brien said you couldn't have got a better bloke to you, you couldn't get a more like for like swap than Adam Clune and Jackson Hastings. And mate, great to see him rewarded with a try, a fucking awesome field goal. Um, he was great. The fact that we're sort of not talking about him too much, he sort of did his job, get his ball to the outside men, got KP the ball when he wanted him to. Did his job on the left edge. That's all you can ask, and he was sensational. Um, yeah, and he was massive in defense as well. wasn't just wasn't yeah. just attack. He was yeah. huge. And he was yeah. he was defensively well, some nice hits. Well. Well, some bloody nice hits across that game, though. 
Gee, yeah, Kurt Mann. Who yeah. is pissed off Kurt Mann? Fuck Mate, I'll give it to him. He had a he had a good game. He's had a couple. He's stringing oh. a few together and some of those big hits. Oh, Fucking mate. Phoenix Crossland and um, Man. Kurt Mann absolutely folded oh, Colin Matungi, man. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. That was right in front of me, and I'm sitting there thinking, fuck, two utilities essentially. Oh, mate, just, that nailed him. Smashed a second rower. Yeah. And yeah, just Kurt thinking, Man. how embarrassing for him. Mm. Uh, yeah, cool. mate. I don't know. He's got the angry pills on. He's been absolutely folding blokes um, <laughs> lately. So yeah, yeah good yeah, for right. him. Word but, is, uh, word is that um, yeah, he's been picked up by by the dragons. He's heading back there. Kurt, oh, he's going okay. back. Might have some roots mm. down there. There you go. Yeah, that's the go. word getting around. We've always said it. We got. I don't know why we got to defend ourselves of this. We've always said he's a first grade quality. I just, just the way things are. It's no knocking him. It's just rosters change, and you know. We don't sort of need yeah. certain players. He'll certainly do a job. He's a guy yeah. you can plug in off the bench. But um, I hope he goes somewhere and finds a position. Like I think, like we've said a few times, sometimes we well, playing well this year as a utility. But sometimes in the past, utility's been his own worst, you know, nightmare because he's when he's played that position, like when he was in the halves with Pierce for a while there, absolute killed it. And then yeah. they put him back to being utility again, and he was like, you know, well, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to bring it up again. I'm going to bring it up again. Round one, two thousand and twenty-four. If you could either start Braley at nine and Phoenix at fourteen, or Phoenix at nine and cross um, and Man at fourteen, what what way are you going, bro? You cannot Braley Crossland Crossland Man. I feel like I'm going Crossland Man over. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, he was sensational. Uh, we'll, yeah. we'll touch more on Crossland in a second, but look, just looking at the first half, a great hat trick. The left edge clearly clicking, all on fire. I guess the only blight on Kalen Ponga's game, he was our night of play of the week. He was sensational. Kicking game, it was going to be one of those games like, fuck, we've scored three tries. We're 0-3 from the kicks. Oh, mate. Kept the heart rate up, didn't it? It's like, mate, yeah. after that first half, felt like we dominated. And yet they was it, was the wind? Was it a bit of an issue, the yeah, wind down there? Those first three yeah, right. from uh, Marzu's corner were all directly into the wind. And when it was yeah, blowing, okay. it, was, it was pretty stiff, pretty stiff breeze. So You'd have to be smacking it. I, I, I will back him and say they were three pretty, pretty hard kicks to kick. But after missing the first two, maybe, you know, know, know what's coming and, and slot the third. But, yeah, yeah. I, will, I will defend him there and say those three, three kicks are tough kicks. History, correct me if I'm wrong, but history shows that Pong is sometimes hot and cold. When he's really hot, he's nailing it from everywhere. And then when mm. he's a bit cold, whether it be due to wind or whatever, you know, he does struggle a bit for the whole game. I saw a comment. Th- we had a comment on one of our followers. Three best form, isn't he? Oh, mate. He yeah. is. Yeah. He is by far the best fullback in the comp. I'm going to die on that hill right now. I don't care. Don't come at me with Reese Walsh. Mate, <laughs> he is fucking sensational, Kalen Ponga. No bias. Directly influencing games, mate. You know, and it's it's crazy. You know, we put the post out there. You know, probably the two most divisive issues amongst night supporters is these goddamn jerseys and Kalen Ponga. But I, you know, I'm I'm assuming a lot of people have put their hands up and comment away if you're one of them. Um, you know, a lot of people were bagging out KP. You know, you had the whole off-field shit with the cubicle stuff, and then the HIAs, the captaincy, and then I think we can all agree and sit back and look and go. He's found his place. Um, he's matured as a footballer. You know, he spoke in the press, uh, the post-match presser, saying, you know, he's doing more video, not like massive hours, probably not as much as other people are, but what he is doing is quality video sessions. Um, yeah, whatever he's whatever that whatever that break we did in that break, 
and came back. He's he's a totally different football player, eh? Mm. Yeah, that was that was honestly the best thing for him. Yeah, definitely. definitely I remember it, I remember at the time, um, you know, all the all the Ponga haters out there were were screaming for him just to hang up the boots that he was he's nothing and mm. mate for him to come back from what he faced early in the season to now be I I I agree with you the best fullback in the in the game. Mm. That is that is a huge turnaround. Nobody saw this coming. Nobody saw this coming. Like diehards like us who jump into research and do all that type of stuff for shows. Even no one saw this coming. It was such a turnaround. Like you said, contrast from the start of the season. It's like, and we'll put our hands up when we're wrong. Like we all sat here. And I think a lot of people were thinking, I don't know if he's a captain. I don't, you know, he's a great Mm. talent. He's got all the X factor, good looking cat. He's marketable, all this stuff. Is he captain material? But mate, He's broken some records. He's equaled um, Joey's 11 from 11 kicking, and now he's on par with Joey. I'm sure Joey would have been captain for those seven straight wins back in 2001. So he's in good company, mate. I'm not saying he's the next to Maud or anything like that, but fuck, credit where credit's due for the guy. He is just Yeah, I agree with um, Brendan. Yeah. And not playing Origin helped him find his place in the squad. Absolutely, that was a yeah. that was a massive thing as well for him to mm. to say, "Look, I'm I'm not playing Origin this year. I'm going to focus on the Knights." And hasn't that worked perfectly for us? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. definitely. Yeah, just um, give him a wristy. Oh yeah, that's a pretty big fan. There you go. He's earned it, mate. He's earned it. Get in line, mate. Um, but yeah, so look, we go in. We go in with what a twelve nil lead. Three uh three tries. So you know. Um, that you know, the that score line. Um, what's what's the word I'm looking for? The score line sort of uh, flattered the roosters. I thought. I thought there was probably another try or two that we left out there, but it was pretty pretty much all running downhill for the Knights. Um, but Jesus Christ, the second half. Jack Hetherington, a fucking high shot, get the penalty, mm. march down. Uh, a pretty pretty poor play the ball by. I was going to say Hetherington doing Hetherington things, but. In the first half, he made a couple of really good runs. Yeah. I was going to say, was, yeah, I thought he played decent. I um, think I tipped him for one of my lock it ins was him to score did. a try, and I was like, here we he go, did. mate. He might actually yeah. might come through for me here. Did yeah, there a couple of lazy runs? There was a massive run, and um, when they were uh, you know on the ground just being tackled, I'm sitting there going, fuck, whoever that was, that was a m- good run, like good run. And he gets up, and it's Heverington. I'm like, oh, okay, oh, yep. Okay. I'll, I'll take I'll take that on the chin. Yeah. I'll take that. Yep. But yeah, I thought he had a good set, uh, first half, and then yeah, straight off the bat. To well, fuck it. While we're on the, fu- we always do it. It's not a night of chat with that. Let's let's just jump at it. Jack Hetherington. Uh, what do we got here? Stats: four hit ups, four runs, thirty-one meters, ten post contact, one tackle break, eight tackles, two misses, and how many minutes did he play? He played twenty-two minutes, so slightly less minutes. Maybe that's the key. You know, because he was playing some bigger minutes last he couple was weeks. Playing, he was playing close to 40 minutes and making, like, what, three three runs for about 20, 20 metres or something. So. so maybe that's the sweet spot. He's just that 20-minute. He has slowly uh, improved. I correct me yeah. if I'm wrong, but from him, he has slowly improved since that slap incident. So maybe that was the wake-up mm. call. Someone had to go at him and said, mate, wake up to yourself. And having and both helped, so. having both Safs on the field, as well as Leo killing it at the moment, mm. that, that really helps... Him just lower his Fuck Leo's been good, man. Fuck these these last few weeks, man. He's getting better and better this time. Oh, absolutely. It's it's gonna be so hard this year to if you had a most improved award, I'm sure the Knights have a most improved award. Um 
it would it would have to be Phoenix and Leo leading that charge, and I feel like yeah. they're neck and neck. I feel yeah. like Phoenix Leo had a good hit too. Talking about good hits mm. earlier, Leo had. Well, I've forgotten who it was on because, like I said, I've only seen it live once, but so far. But mate, he had a mm. really good hit too. He's, yeah, he's playing well. He's, he's looking good, man. He is a. Yeah. Um, he's. Yeah, I bet you the Raiders are fucking kicking themselves for letting him go. He's been a. He's been a great pickup for us. There's um, a little bit of talk look- in the comments just quickly that um Ponga maybe a little key to his um form turnaround and why he's playing so well is um since he you know he's got a new missus so you know you never know that could um you to it so there you go yeah. okay right the big fella's locked up boys um he's, yeah he's, look not a not a great hey, start to the yeah I was about to say sorry Brad he's already getting them um, <laughs> yeah. playing good footy on on the back of him as well so um. Yeah, so not a not a perfect start to the second half, and the Rabbitohs do capitalise quite early off a of Damian Cook try from the scrum. Yeah, I was pulling my fucking hair out and thinking, "Oh, we've been." Oh, so, that's what I was talking so about. Good. We felt like we dominated the first half, and then he goes in and scores. You're expecting Latrell to kick it. No one's not going to think he's going to kick that. So you're going to think it's six twelve at that point, and you're like, "Seriously, after everything mm. we've done in the first half, and they're a try away from me giving it up." So mm. yeah, yeah, your heart was in your throat a bit around that period. Yes, um, but look, rolling right along to the next try, which happened to be our Foghorn Brewery key moment. A controversial one, guys. Got a bit of controversy surrounding this one. Daniel Saifidi, a great. We keep saying these these clutch kicks from Phoenix Crossland. Man, how good is this? Is this his fourth now for the year? I little would say little, so. little stab. In, I'm sure, sure it's his fourth. The one the one in our intro was his first, but I'm sure Phoenix is three, maybe four of these at least. I'd How good so. were his hands in that try, but yeah. like, that mm, wouldn't have been yeah. an easy one to take. But he's, nice. must have, uh, he must have played in the slips, mate, must back have. in school. Um, Did you hear yeah. um, the controversy mm. around, this, around this try? So if you guys haven't heard, it was on the back of... Uh, wasn't it Dominic Young shielding the ball from going dead? And one of the players, Cody Walker, someone was trying to bat the ball back, and that's what got us the seven tackle set. Right? Am I th- is that what happened? Yeah, I, I can't remember exactly what the second. Pretty sure, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. it was. They kicked it a little too hard, and then Dominic Young was shielding it, and they uh, they've ruled that you know they batted back, which they did. So that's that's where the seven tackle set came from. But yeah, there we have it. And then you had that. Do you know what? I'm really surprised. If you go back, so it was that really Dominic Young makes the big break down the right and then gets the ball back on the inside to KP and KP gets tackled like within, you know, half a meter of the try line. And then there's just an absolute shit bite of the play, the ball. But if you actually look, I think it's Damian Cooks on his knees at marker who makes a tackle. Have you seen that? That was so weird. That was I, when they were I all packed on top back. of each other. And, yeah, that's that's where yeah. it was the weird game of um, fuck, what's that? Twister. Twister. Yeah. I was going to say stacks on. You know the old stacks. Stacks. There could have been three tackles in that set of play, and I would have gone, yeah, okay. It was a fucking shit show. Yeah. Well, if you if you rewatch that sequence and you sit there and count the tackles, zero up to Leo was tackle on the six six tackle. Right. Yeah. So he calls he calls six when Leo's tackled. So, right. yeah, okay. I, don't, I don't know, don't know where it's going to lead to, but um, surely the Rabbitoh supporters aren't fucking jumping on this and saying, "Oh, this." No, yeah, we would have won the game. Us. 
Yeah, I know it was because what what would the score had been? It would have been uh, what six twelve? Is that right? It was it was twelve twelve four at this yeah, point. Oh, yeah, sorry, twelve four. Yes, because I missed that kick. Correct. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. No. Oh, you know, surely you know it is a cock up, but Jesus, they better not be jumping up and down saying this is fucking. Well, you know. even even before coming, you know, coming home and seeing that, you know, headline saying NRL power broker set to review Knights' eighth tackle try in win over Rabbitohs, um, this was going to be my suggestion for the the key moment because this kind of felt where it went from that twelve four arm wrestle to kind of us just starting to pile on points. Mm. So I don't know. As if I if I was a Rabbitohs fan and I did see that, I'd sit there going, well. If that try wasn't announced, and it's still twelve four, then it's yeah. very much open open ball game. So I don't know. I can I can kind of see how <laughs> it would upset people. Just but uh, in James here, um, said NRL will release a statement saying the referee made the right call. <laughs> don't doubt it. We actually forgot to say too. There was a bit of a delayed kickoff for the uh, second half. Oh, Fitzy must have been chucking his guts up in the locker room. Yeah, apparently he was crook in the tunnel. Yeah. Apparently he was walking yeah. out into the tunnel and um, it was crook. But I was also a bit confused. I'm su- surprised the camera, well, I guess, you know, they've got that many people behind the scenes talking in each other's ear, ear setting up the cameras. But did you find it weird, Stalky, that Souths ran out of the away tunnel? Yeah, I was like, what's not- going on? I was like just watching, you know, as you do, you watch that main tunnel and I'm yeah. like, where the hell are they? But I could see them on the big screen. Obviously, I turned and saw where they were coming out of. But yeah, that was real weird. Yeah, so I'm standing up like with 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 my flag, getting ready to wave the knights coming out, and I'm like, all right, I'll. Obviously, the 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 queue is you know when when the rabbitos would run out, and you sit there, and go right, we're about to run out now. Yeah. And then, yeah, in the corner of my eye, they're already you know pretty much on the field, and I'm like, fuck, how did when did that happen? That that threw me. Cock up. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how don't know how or why that happened, but anyway. Daniel here, yeah, South yep. fans everywhere will be spitting their false teeth out. There you go. Mm. A lot of pissed off random South supporters. Stuck in doing Daniel. Boards. There you go. Uh, but yeah, look, the, the Raiders, ah, sorry, the Raiders, the Rabbitohs would strike back 10 minutes later. Shaq Mitchell, the big fella, um, crossing over. Um, and I think at that point, the heart rate did go up. I think they were down, down by 12 points with 30 minutes to go. So Rabbitohs, you know, have the ability to put a lot of points on very fucking quickly. I was thinking, oh, you know, we're not out of this yet. Um, and for me, yeah, after that try from Shaq, I'm really the, you know, the butthole was well and truly clenched, boys, on the couch. Um, mm. But um, Adam Clune. Oh, sorry, we've skipped the Clooney try, boys. Fuck, we've completely... I was, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here and I was just like, I was just going to wait, wait for you to stop talking and I was going to say how good, how good was... Not another one, another one, score, another controversial. Seeing one. Latrell Mitchell, I can knock it on. Yeah, it's it's, uh, in commentary, that uh, Shane Flanagan reckons they should have replayed that, given that it hit the boots of the referee. What yeah, he was saying that, that any time he thought the rule was um, any time the ball hits the referee, it's a dead ball straight away, no matter what happens. So there you interesting, go. Interesting. So I missed that live. I didn't even see the ball hit the ref live. Yeah, Grant Atkins, I think, was the, the ref. Yeah, just just touched his feet. But like you had Crossland and uh, Clune right there, so you know it's not like it really impeded. They were always going to get the try. There wasn't a fucking Rabbitohs player. In Jacob does make a good point here, but he said, "Boys, thoughts on the Clune try? When the ball hit the ref, it was the if it was the other way around, would we be dirty?" 
oh mate, we'd be absolutely filthy. But yeah, <laughs> I, th- I think it, I think um, I think in that scenario, I don't think you can just call it a dead ball. I think you've got to. I think you do have to look at it as if you know, almost like a prof- you would for a professional foul. Hmm. Would there have been a scoring opportunity? Did that really stop? You know. Mate, for oh, once, he, for once in a long smaller. time, the bunker used some common sense. I, I think and, that's yeah, when yeah. common sense just takes yeah. over and goes, well, someone was going to put that ball down even if it didn't touch his foot. Yeah. So I think common sense has just prevailed. It prevailed, mate, for once in a long time. The yeah. bunker been certainly copping it. On a side note, you see Anthony Seabold's comments? No. One? What's he saying now? Oh, mate, he fucking blew up the locks. Blue after Lux, the big fella. Not a happy man at all. But anyways, um, mm. yeah, sorry. God, did our boy Clooney a dirty on that. But yes, great. Great to be rewarded with a try. Adam Clune on that one. Yeah, topped off a, a really good game for, for Clune, which um, brings me to the next question. We're probably, we might even see this question a bit later on, so I might be taking it off someone else. But do you just keep Clooney next week? Um. Hastings isn't a hundred percent, and I, it, if it's I not a hundred, no. not a hundred percent, he wouldn't be a hundred percent. It would just be like a, you know, I'll, 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 I'll play through. But would you, would you start Clune? If hang on, okay. The only we're gonna do the we're gonna do the Premiership predict predictor a bit later. Would there be games prior to ours next week that will tell us if we'd be locked in or not, or not? Um, that would be the only thing. If we knew 100% going into a game, if we had a couple of results go our way and you go, you know what, fuck it. Um, we're going to make a late change and bring bring um, Clune back and just g- give Jacko another week, 100%. Failing I think Jacko will make that decision too. He's a, you know, he's a team man, I think. Mate, I think if Jacko's not 100% and he's not going to risk it. So, yeah, if he's that would the, be my only the question, thing. Yeah, if he's not 100%, Clune plays. You would if he's one hundred percent. He knows it himself, and the, you know, the doctors and whatnot are happy that he's one hundred percent ready to go. Then put him back in, mm. plug him back in. That would be mm. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. It'd be it'd be up to Jacko to know if he's going to let the team down. I guess you yeah. just don't want to die wondering. You know, you lose the game, and Jacko goes, "Fuck, maybe I could have played. Maybe I could have just played through it." But hard to say. He's probably only one man on the planet that's going to answer that. It's Jackson Hastings. So yeah, you have full faith he's going to make the right call. I guess with the Medical staff on that. Boys, Bradman best in full flight. Is there oh, much better mate. things than that? Mate, that groin did not look stiff at all. It looked mm. like the freest groin so what, I've I'll ever stiff, seen. I was stiff watching him watching him uh, charge yes. on the field. There was twenty nine thousand and eighteen stiff groins watching it at the grounds. <laughs> Well, mate, yes. it was amazing atmosphere. Even Riley's gone here to say the crowd when Bradman scored was amazing, was mm. ear-piercing in person. Such a good experience yeah. up the night. Yeah. yeah, to me, for me, at that point, I, you know, it, that was the pressure relief foul for me. I was really going, fuck, fuck. I can see the Rabbitohs, yeah. re- you know, may, maybe wrestle back a little bit of momentum and in ascendancy, but that that was pretty much, for me, the, the nail in the coffin. I was pretty yeah, confident at that point. We, we would sort of just... I ran out of the game. I Man, he had the tongue really... out. He had the tongue out in full flight. We've been pushing for the um uh, for mm. um old Dom to do the old Jordan tongue out, and you know the words gotten around, and Best thought, you know what, I'm gonna pick up on God, this and run with fuming. it. Literally, Dom Youngs, this is three games straight now, no try. 
Yeah. Well, you we, got your wish. Maybe crazy. you said you'd prefer it happen in a in a red and blue jersey, which we'll get yeah. into talking about the jersey in a minute. That was a hot topic during the week. But um, mm. yeah. Well, there you go. You got your wish. So if it happens next week in a red and blue jersey, yeah. Do you know how commentators, whenever Damien Cook likes to go on a bit of a break or something like that, they're all like, oh, he used to be a beach sprinter, did you, did you know? Mm. Did you know Bradman Best used to be a beach sprinter? Mm. Yeah. Mm. There you go. Out sprinted. Yeah. The f- most famous beach sprinter of them all. Yep. Yeah. No, he looked, he was sensational, mate. He was, uh, and a great try saver, too. We didn't even touch on that. A great try saving effort from Bradman Best. You had uh, Lockie Fitz and then. Brayman Best hit the arm right at the end. Did you see, you guys would have seen that one. Oh, Live the ground. oh mate. Just on a side note, that's something I love. I absolutely love is cheering and getting that Newcastle chant going for when we're on, you know, we're on offense and we're right in their red zone going for a try. That's nice. That is awesome. But I absolutely love hearing that Newcastle chant and that crowd go up when we defend a set of six or even a multiple sets of six on our line and our mm. defense is just impeccable. Hearing that chant go up after that, Oh, it's just it really it's so is Newcastle, if that's what I mean. Like it's just so Newcastle. It really is like the 14th player on the field. Like it's mm. that big of an advantage when it's on. Um, yeah, yeah, completely agree, Paul. Defense was outstanding, mate. Really, really was. The Fortress boys. We talked about it a few weeks ago. Is the fortress back? Are the repairs made? Is the moat build? The draw. Oh, she's she's on her way. She's on her way. I wouldn't say it's it's completely back yet, but Come I think on, mate, we've sound- we broken the record seven. The, the foundations are built. I, I honestly, cement, the cement has dried. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. um, yeah, the it's 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 coming back. This is. Oh, Cameron makes a good point here. The um, Melbourne game was still out. You know, I would go out on a limb and probably agree with. It. I think the Newcastle chant was up a little bit more. Not to take anything away from today, it was bloody magical atmosphere and it was amazing having that many people there. But that Melbourne game, whew. I think there was a bit more emotion in the yeah. Melbourne game. We we weren't even meant to really compete with Melbourne in yeah. that game. That sums and... it up nicely, Shauna. I just feel like there was there was more emotion in that game, whereas this one was kind of just like it just had numbers. It just had the numbers, whereas that game was pure emotion based. So yeah, yeah and I, we were also I, down. The fact that we were down two tries in that Melbourne game, and you're thinking, here we go, here we go, and mate, we it came just, back from that. The Knights have confident supporters. They just know they're going to get the job done. All right, they're sitting back, mm. going, "We got this, baby. Seven straight, Link, we got it." We Link, got it. you were saying that. You know, after after the best try, that's kind of when you knew that the the game was signed, sealed, and delivered. I didn't have that feeling until the Clune field goal. It wasn't until okay. I, I'm sitting there, I'm I'm sitting there, and the ball's, you know, kind of at that stage, our attack wasn't wasn't fantastic. We're kind of just there was a lot of one outs, and I'm sitting there, and I'm just sitting there thinking, field goal, just just kick a field goal, just just because it's gone to Clune, and he's absolutely slotted this field goal. And I've just turned to to the young fellas and the misses, and I just said, "That's it, game over." The misses looked at me and said, "It's been over for a while now." And I'm like, "Listen here, you. I don't like to sit there and say she knows better than anyone. Hell, what a pessimistic bastard you are." No, I just I don't like to. Is count my chickens the right phrase? I don't like to sit there and if there's still 20 minutes to go and you're only up by even 18 points. I just know not to sit here and go. When yeah, did he that shot that one? We're, so we're three done. minutes. You had three minutes on the clock, and you're still thinking, "Ooh, I don't know." Because what the commentators were talking just about that the random field goal wasn't last week or the week when I bloody tipped it in my lock. It ends. Mm. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you had that last week, didn't you? Yeah, I had like a random field goal last week. Cheeky little field yeah. goal. Yeah, and, and then, then, then it's a pretty much. Sorry, what are you? 
you go first, Stalky. I'll just sorry, but I just want to bring this up quickly. We've got one here. Um, uh, just a general comment from PS Janji. Sorry if I've said your name there wrong, mate. But um, good night, guys, all the way from Papua New Guinea. Tipping us to finish um, with the last two games well. The form in which all the guys are in is crazy. Bradman best try got me screaming, dancing in front of the TV up there. Let's go, lads. So. Party time in New Guinea, brother. Fuck you, know, you guys love your footy. Look, they all say that us Newcastle fans are the best in the world. They say that us Knights fans are the best in world in the world, and we'll sit here and say that we're the best in the world. Of course we are. But Papua New Guinea fans just built differently and and i don't want to say anything that um you know i may sound wrong this is only going off what you know journos are reported and we all know what journos are good for um but when they talk about you know them trekking 10ks through the bush to get to the nearest tv to watch Mm. an origin game when you hear stuff like that you sit there and go i think they're the greatest rugby league fans in the world oh fucking oath Mate, they fucking go off like crazy. Yeah, I'm sure if the Sunnyside Tavern was at Port Moresby, mate, they'd be fucking hanging off the roof to come in and fucking have a chat with us, boys. Truly, we're going to Moresby next year, boys. It's gonna be fucking awesome. Um, mm. Yeah, no, truly, they go fucking ballistic, mate. The yeah. New Guinea guys, great fucking Q Cup yeah. team too. The the, the Hunters yeah. watched them quite a few times. Very that good. That Pacific so, Cup yeah. over there is going to be massive. Yeah, just sorry to butt in with that, but yeah, I just wanted to give um no, it's, uh, it's old good. mate from Papua New Guinea a shout out. Because uh, I'm I'm I I might might be wrong for wrapping up the game here, but it just the game couldn't end more perfectly than with a Latrell Bitchell elbow mm. getting getting sent to the to the sin bin. I absolutely love that, and and live that was fantastic because, like I said, we were giving it to that that fuckwit the whole time. The second he touched the ball on the first first set, we were like, that's it. We're just going to boo this house down every time that Bitchell gets the ball. Why, um, why is it? We talked about it a little bit before we went on. So why is it? Comment away what you guys think. Why is it that he's so such a divisive figure? Well, I was just game. about to say, like, I think it is because he's a divisive figure. I think there's a couple of things to it. Let's, let's not take anything away from the guy. I personally think he is a, he's a great footballer. You know, Say mm-hmm. what you want about him. But mate, he, you know, when he's on, you see it in Origin. You know, when he's on, he's on. He's a good football player, but he does rub people lot the wrong way. Whether that's grubby stuff that he does, like that elbow into the back of, you know, the head of um, Frizzell. Look, I get the I get the like Luai stuff, but yeah, that type of stuff. You know, and also we do have a thing over here in Australia, I guess, where unlike America with sports, where everyone's like says I'm the greatest and all this, and everyone gets behind him. Over here, if someone says something like that. Kind of tall poppy syndrome. We kind of do tear him down. Whether that's got something to do with it, I don't know. There's many multiple I, ways. I, don't think I was just about to it. say, if you want to act cocky, I'm going to treat you bad. I'm going to call you a cock. If you're going to act well, cocky, it. you've got to be ready to cock. fall. Yeah, you've got. If you put it out there, you've got to be ready to fall on your sword. Yeah. If you don't yep. put it out there, so yeah, mm. you're going to take it. Uh, if you're going to give it, you have to expect to receive it, right? And I that's, think oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. As soon as that came, the other who's who's the other guy who put the fucking knees into um uh Griggy Marzu too. I think he might have a fucking case to answer. Who was that? Who did that again? Was it? Uh was that Murray? Comment away. Someone will know. Someone will know. He was put on report. Yeah, I thought um, it was Murray, but I could be wrong. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I watched be, the uh, highlights. I watched the highlights when I got home. Um and I was surprised to hear the ref the second that that ha- happened. Like literally was a second later. He sat there, he's standing there, and he goes, 
mate, I've got this as a send-off. Prove me wrong. Essentially, that's what the ref's saying to to the bunker. He's coming with his elbow. I'm gonna gonna send him here. Like it wasn't the that biggest hit in the world, wrong. but yeah, it's still the intent. Yeah, but it's frustration, it's a... mate. Yeah, it's the intent. It's a frustration. Yeah, it's not it's the first time shot. he's done something like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. And you could tell they were getting under their skin. You know, it's just like here, here we go. We've got a comment here. There's a few of them about it. We've got here one from um good mate Nat Young. Um, he said here Walker and Trell turn into flogs when they start losing, and they do. They don't. They don't like losing. They're obviously well, competitors, but they go about it the wrong way. Well, Nate, thank you for the beautiful segue, brother. That's going to lead us into our key matchup, boys. I tell you These what, stats we are um... fantastic. <laughs> no, I, but... I, I, I sat here and I was writing, you know, I was writing them out before. And I'm just like, this is a little boring. But this is this is a this is one where you look at it and go, you know what? Sometimes statistics aren't everything, but mate, today, like. You could be confused to say if Walker was on the fucking field. Like, really? Like, he was one of the two players. You, you go Latrell and Cody, probably their most, you know, with Cameron Murray, are probably their most, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, um, influential attacking yeah. players, at the tip of the spear when it comes to their attack. But, mate, um, I thought Gamble far outshone um, Cody Walker, considering, mm. too, his halves partner sitting on the bench. Um, I thought Gamble was... Fucking fantastic again, mate. He was... I just love Gamble's passion, mate. As you know, I'm in the front mm. row, so I'm up against the fence. And, mate, he ran over at one point, like, literally almost right in front of us. Like, he was looking at all of us in the front row there, going, come on, just getting fired Did up. Did you hear his chest. speech oh. after the game? Yeah. No? Yeah. No, oh, sorry, sorry, Link. It was, it was live. So, you, I, it was um, Hawkey. Our mate Hawkey was um, the one... Um, interviewing him, but yeah, the, the 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 conversation with him and just hearing him say how much he loves Newcastle, and he's sitting there and he's getting the the crowd pumped up. Man, it was fucking orgasmic. I'm sitting there and I'm just like, mm. this is this is what we want to hear. Yeah, this is it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I saw the question you put up uh, before there from Toddy, um, Storky. Um, is do we put Gamble? This this is a tough question to answer. The best pickup of the year. Who who is our best pickup? We haven't had it. We really haven't had it. We, we haven't had, really a, had, we a, had a good mate. buy in the off season, mate. When we come into the season, we were thinking, oh yeah, we haven't really had that many big buys. And I was, I think everybody would have jumped on the Miller bandwagon earlier in the year, going, oh he's yeah. definitely the best buy, best pickup we've had this year. Who would have predicted, like we said earlier, what a tipsy turby season? But fast forward to the end of the season, and we're talking up Gamble and yeah, Marzu. We've got to come down to a Jacko Gamble and Marzu, oh. right? Yeah, yeah, What yeah. have to come down to one of those three boys. Um, yeah. I, Ricky Marzu. I, I think I think Marzu wins this one. Um, yeah. Marzu adds so much in bringing it out of our uh, back line. Like, bro, two hundred and forty-one meters a game, mate. Mm. Him and Dom. Like, we don't have the big. We always say we we could kill for another big bopper forward, you know. But we have Dom and we have Marzu both getting in there and getting those big hits and those big runs for us, you know, to get us out of our line. You know, if we had another big bopper, maybe, you know, they wouldn't be doing as much of that or need to do as much as that. But, mate, they do a lot of work in that regard. And, mate, it's just fantastic. Yeah. Well, the more the more this plays out, and no disrespect to Dominic Young, but at this point of time, which winger would you, would you want to lose less? 
Oh, mate, and Greggy Mars is Dominic. Well, we're going to have to say Dom because he's going just to be set reality, but mate, choosing that. Would you be more upset though if Greg Marzu um, was to go or Dominic Young? Hypothetically, comment away what you. Mate, oh, I think I think Mar I think Marzu's played him. I think Marzu's <laughs> played himself into being. He's a, well, that left edge is clearly the the more favourable side, but. Mm. Mate, just those carries. You know, there's only one other player that I can think of that does that, and that's Brian Toto, the premier fucking winger in the comp. Mate, Greggy's been fucking insane. Insane. You know, and and you know there's things Dom can do um that Greggy can't do. Like, you know, he's he's a gen he's a genuine hundred meter threat at all times. You give the guy half a sniff, young's gonna take it, but yeah. Well, we all heard the news. Um, well, you know, haven't confirmed one unless you boys have seen something confirmed, but um, uh, Viper here, cool name. Um, is Corey Oates coming to Newcastle next year? That's the secret talk around the club. So we also I had a feeling, he wasn't was he linked to it? us a little while ago too? He was linked to us a couple of years ago, yeah. Yeah, that's what I Does he have ties down here or something? Is he from the area or family down here yeah, or something? Or is no. It? no idea. Yeah. I actually do, I do work for Fogs, which is the former Origin Great. It's like a non profit sort of. Um, organization, I guess you call it. It's right near Suncorp Stadium on um, Castle Main Street, just off Milton Road. And um, I didn't realize, you know, the uh, great ex player, G Miles, that's actually his father in law. Because so I, was, I was actually getting a tour from G Miles, and then fucking um, Corey Oates rocks up, taking an esky out of a ute, dropping it off, and, that, and then you said, Oh, yeah, that's my son in law, um, Corey Oates. Well, yeah, I, I, I know who Corey Oates is, mate, but yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of trivia for you guys. Um, no, I, yeah. I wouldn't say no, mate. If you come for the right price, mate, he's a bloody gun. I wouldn't yeah. mind him down here in Real Redenblue. But all right, guys, let's uh, move right along, shall we, to our lock it in segment. See how our spoils went this week, eh? All right, guys. Who's off? The, who's first off? Who's first cab off the rank? I'll go first if one. I don't think I've actually. All right, you go first. Before. Go for it. Okay, so like I said earlier, Jack Hetherington, anytime try scorer. I've, as I mentioned, I went out, I always, I've been going out a bit of a limb lately with him. I don't like to get the predictable one. So I've gone out a little bit, and he did have, score one last week. And as we were talked about earlier, he did have a decent first half. So I was thinking, you know, maybe, maybe. And it wasn't to be. So no, I did not get that one. But you guys laughed. You guys laughed. You just questioned Fine. me. You saw, right. And there was a few people questioning me in the comments. And people forget that I'm I monitor the questions. I see these things. And I said Latrell Mitchell to be sin-binned. And it only took until the last couple of minutes of the game that it happened. <laughs> Mate, people remembered. I saw the comments coming in. So did I. Mate. I just didn't want to bring it up earlier. It was like a Christmas Kudos to you, mate. Kudos early, so. to you. One of the great fucking calls, old Nostradamus over here, of all time. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much, Nostradamus, there with us. Um, I'm like, willing to overlook. One green tick, but... I'm, 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 I'm willing to overlook those, the two you got wrong, and just give you a pass mark purely yeah. on that call, mate. Just really. Cancel those out. Yeah. Um, so nice that, that night's one to twelve, but mate, I'm I'm glad to get that one wrong. You know, <laughs> I was happy. I was happy to get that one wrong. So yeah, mate, that's one to remember. Fucking hell, yeah. call of the year, absolutely, Dylan. Fucking good stuff, Storky. Nice one, pal. <laughs> yeah, a couple of people agree there. All right, I'll go next. I'll go next. Um, I had Braddy Best first try scorer. I thought after a week off he was going to come back and and you know. Be first across the line, but that didn't happen. Should have had last, mate. Should have had that as an any time. 
Uh, Tyson Gamble, I thought after his two tries last week and Hastings not being there, I thought he was going to step up and, and score a try. My man Phoenix came through with the goods. He um, he made 40 tackles, which was the most for, for the Knights. Um, so Phoenix has um, done me proud there, and I said Knights 13 plus, and she happened. I remember I remember sitting here and a couple of people going, fuck, 13 plus, you're um, a bit off your head, but um, no, it worked. So I'll take yeah. I know, I know, like, but you know, let's pull the curtain back. You did get a little bit of cold feet, you know. You did send a special, I don't know about this 13 plus, might be a little bit smaller, but then you went, nah, mm. nah, I'm gonna run with it, and it paid off for you. So, respect, yeah, certainly did. Well, speaking of which, I'm glad I changed mine. Historically, I changed mine. You I'm did. glad I did. You talked me into it, Sean. Uh, what have we got? Adam Elliott, he did get what did he, what do you end up running for? Adam Elliott, another great game, 119 meters run, didn't quite get the try assist. Um, KP, what? How many? Oh yeah, he had a shocker. Fuck, if he kicked a couple more of them, um, what, how many points did he end up scoring? KP, what does that work out to be? Roughly, how far? I am think he's only on four points. Uh, yeah, he yeah, got, got four. Did. Yeah, he would have need to have kicked all of them or miss one, miss one, and I would have been sweet. Bugger, uh, thirteen plus. So not too bad, not too bad. Not as not as good as your stalker. Yours is fucking. Hall of Fame, fucking lock it in, mate. That one, that'll go down in the history books, brother. That's say? a good one, pal. Very good. I'm talking it up, and I only got one out of three, but hey, it's it's all good. This is a good one. What did 13 plus play? Yeah, fuck, that would have been good to know. Yeah, I'm mm. sure. I have some some of the punters. Oh, there you go. 380. Uh, yeah, Todd's got here. Well, I hope, I hope oh, some of you too. Yeah, a few of them have got it up. There you go. Got, a, got a nibble on that. Yeah, very good. Very good. Well. We're going to do it again, guys. It was very, it was a, it was a good exercise last time. Let's do the premiership predictor again. I believe it was it was around the Dolphins game. We looked at this last time. So, for all of you guys that didn't play along last time, what us boys are going to do? We're going to use this um, premiership ladder predictor. We're going to put in what we think are going to be the results. So, pretty much back the favourites. And basically now, just see where the cards fall for us as night supporters. So yeah. give you guys give a little opinion, bit of Give your opinion in the comments. You can keep your own little score at home and see if you get the same as what we agree with here. But like you said, we're really yeah. picking the favorites. So, yeah. And just yeah. see where where things fall. Because I think when we did this last, there were certainly a couple of results we would not have picked that have, particularly around yeah. the Cowboys, the Rabbitohs, that have probably shaped things up a bit differently, even the Sharkies. So let's kick it off, boys. What have we got? Um, Panthers, Eels. Yeah, going to go to Panthers, right? Yeah, Panthers yeah, every day. Yep. Warriors, Dragons. Yeah, up Warriors. to Waz. Yep. Dolphins, Cowboys. Yeah, I'd get Cowboys. Yeah, it's, yeah. Storm, Titans. Storm. Storm. Roosters, Tigers. Uh, they got, Teddy looks like he might be out, but yeah, they're going to be. Yeah, that could go either way, but Roosters are going to be favorites, and they've found, well, <laughs> something somewhat form they got so, more to play much more to play for so yeah yeah, yeah go roosters all right yeah. raiders broncos broncos bronx uh bulldogs seagulls that's a tough one eh? what a pooshling this one well. is <laughs> yeah i'll go seagulls i'll go the seagulls yeah see what you boys think majority yeah oh man yeah i'm happy with that yeah, yeah. why not night sharks i'm right. gonna go oregon knights Knights. All right, let's go Knights. Knights to win. Okay, so that puts us at the end of uh, round 26 up into fifth. Let's roll on to 27. Broncos, Storm. Broncos. Yeah, go the Bronx. 
Broncos. Seagulls, Tigers. Couple of yeah. slingers for the old seagulls. Yeah, I'll go the eggs. Yeah, the eggs. I think it really matters, anyways. But yeah, Rabbitohs, yeah. Roosters. Oh shit! Oh. This is going to be a game, man. Yeah, I would actually yeah. tip the rabbits. I'm going to tip the rabbits to mouth back, but I just hate the roosters. So, <laughs> so man, this one really depends. Boys. If the roosters roosters find their groove a bit, I, I reckon Rabbitohs off the back of the bye might give them a bit of a reset. Daniel in the comments has actually picked the Storm over the Bronx with Pap to return. There you go. There you go. Hope you're right. Um, you're, yeah. you're the deciding vote, Lincoln. Where do you want to go? Rabbitohs, Roosters? Um, oh, shit, Majority of people in the comments seem to be saying Roosters. So. Really? Yeah, if that makes sense. Okay, yeah, let's lock the Roosters in. Let's listen to the, right, the, let's go the men of the people, boys. Uh, Dolphins, Warriors. Out yeah, the Wars. Wars. Panthers, Cowboys. Panthers. Panthers. Knights, Dragons, Knights, Knights obviously. Knights, 13 plus. Uh, Titans, Bulldogs. Titans. Oh, that's going to be, yeah, I could go. Another Pooslinger. Go, Titans. Yeah. That's Seabus. Sharks, Raiders. Sharkies. All right. So, the end of the regular season. If Drum roll. Happens, we will finish here in fifth. Oh. A home semi up against the Raiders, eh? Yeah. I'll say, I've been saying that that's. that's that's my best case scenario. I would love a home, yeah, home finals against the Raiders. Yeah. So if that plays out, I'm I'm more than happy for that. I'm happy yeah, and to end all, up in fifth and play the Raiders at home. Yeah, and it's all hypothetical, you know. Like we've got um a good one here. You know, it depends if Panthers rest players, which they're renowned for doing, and they can. They've got the luxury to do that. I just games, think though, so. I still think that minor premiership thing's going to be a B in their bonnet. A. Eh? I think they want that next minor premiership. Because you've got the Broncos hot on their tail. I think years gone past, they pretty much signed, sealed, and delivered. Got the minor premiership like a month out before the yeah. end of the regular season. So this, I don't know. I think that might play in them too, mate. I think they uh, that they might be looking at that. Mm. Yeah, like Brad. So looking at that, looking at that premiership predictor, if we drop a game against, say, the Sharkies, is that the only those two would swing? So we would lose a home semi. Is that pretty much? Well, that's what Daniel's asked here, actually, which is a good question, which obviously you just brought up with that. I think it, but, I think that's yeah. the only thing because that that's a f- a four point swing in our favor. I'm pretty sure that would be the only thing that would change. If, yeah. If this, well, let's let's have a go. Let's bring it back up. I just changed it. I went back and changed the Sharks to win a, to a Sharks win. That puts us in six. six. Puts the Sharks up into fourth, Storm fifth, Knight six. Right. Oh, so we just get a home sim against the Roosters. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, that's not bad. That's Gee, the Roosters bad. in the seven. Now I'm saying that. That just doesn't look right. But, hey. Another bit of pub ammo for you guys. Do you know we have never, ever, ever played the Raiders in finals, ever? So there you go. It would be a very first. If we do manage to play the Raiders, it would be the first time in premiership history the Newcastle Knights and the Canberra Raiders have actually squared off at each other. So a bit more pub ammo for you guys when you're on the piss next. Mm. Don't come yeah, up and yeah. use it against me at the Sunny Side Tavern because I'll go, I fucking told you that. <laughs> Give me my royalties check. Yes. Mate, and if anyone knows, you would. So there you go. Interesting. There, there you go. Well, I think we move it along to our favourite segment of the show, boys. A little bit of a Q&A. What do you reckon? Let's do it.
Now, whilst you guys are typing in your questions, we're going to use this brief period of time to talk about another sensational victory for the Newcastle Knights this week, boys. A kick after the siren, Kurt Gidley-esque, if you will. The Newcastle Knights defeating the Brisbane Broncos 22 points to 20 in the NRLW, boys. Um, mm. Great, great game to watch. I'll tell you what, we had to wait a little while between points. Came out like a fucking bull out of a gate. Scored in the first two minutes, and we'd have to nearly wait an hour before we'd cross over again. But um, at the end of the day, we got the uh, got the Chockeys, boys. So let's take a look at it. Four tries apiece for the Broncos and the Knights. The conversions, here it is, guys. The Knights kicking three from four. The Broncos only two from four. Suck shit. Uh, possession favoring the Broncos slightly, 51% to 49. Completion rate slightly in favor again of the Broncos, 70 to 69. Run meters favoring the Knights, 1,521 to 1,479 to the Broncos. 10 errors to the Knights, uh, 13 to the Broncos. Both teams conceding four tries apiece. apiece sorry. Tackles made, uh, 241 to the Knights, 255 to the Broncos, with the missed tackles favoring the Broncos with 42 and the Knights, 36. So, mate, um, the stats, you know, sort of tell it was a pretty damn close game, and that's certainly what we got as a curtain raiser uh, for a great double header. Uh, what a way to, to kick the afternoon off. This one was. Mm, yeah, it's good. Unfortunately, I'd rocked up, I think, just as that goal was kicked. I was a bit oh. late because I, I was taking um my my kids. So Piercy's only four. So he doesn't he he can't sit through two games. So unfortunately I've turned up late for this one. It would have been a good game to see. So I I haven't seen it any was. of this game. It was mate. Great game. Um all the pressure on young Jesse Southwell to to kick it after the siren to to uh, secure the win. But um, all in all, a great, great game. It's great seeing the NRLW going from strength to strength. Another um, another, another W for uh, women's sport all around. This one, after the back of the Matildas campaign, this one was sensational. So great to see the girls bag a W in front of a big home crowd, set the set the tone for the rest of the afternoon. How good is um, it for them, Bob? Like, how many were there when they were there? It was about, was it 17,000, you said? Or yeah, I got on the radio or something like 17,000 they were playing in front of. Like, mate, like I said, I think last week, so many other NRLW sides must be so jealous to be like playing some of them. Like, let's be realistic. Some of them play to like cricket. So, mm. mate, to be like, yeah, playing in front of 17,000, like, yeah. boys, had they been playing in minus jerseys, who knows? They could have gone on to put even more points on them. The girls in the red and blue this week, they weren't in the uh, the Miners jersey cut, which I found surprising because they were doing all the promo and stuff for, for New yeah, South Wales. Yeah, and I actually saw, yeah, in one of the promos, they had one on. Like, I must have just been digitally put on one of them, but I'm sure mm. they had it on one of them. So Big, but, big, um, big fans of the uh, the platform too, New South Wales Mining. Yes. So, uh, I don't know. We might have to slip in their DMs, guys. I'm pretty sure they'd have plenty of cash to maybe sponsor a lonely old Newcastle Knights podcast. Well, you know, we may we're... have to wear these every single episode, but hey, we're all a uh, we're all sluts for money on this show. To be fair, we're probably like three of about you know what seventeen people defending the minus jersey before <laughs> the game. So, but um, that leads me to our first question here. There's lots of questions and comments surrounding this, but this is just the first one that um 
I'll bring up so we can may as well have a bit of a talk about it. So Michael here said, I think it's time to, tough for me to get a miners jersey. <laughs> so there you go. We done the we did the hard work during the week, and um, uh, Sean put up the percentages of wins, you know, versus actual wins through the throughout the time we've well, had. The well, New South jersey. Wales Mining want us to recalculate, Sean. They want an updated post. They want an update. Yeah, with they, the, they want an update. So uh, we mm. will get an updated um, an updated percentage on that because what was it 42.8 or something like if i'm remembering right it was yeah it's 42.1 or something like that there um, you go. A, lo- a lot of people i think misunderstood the direction of that post they were sitting there going oh yeah but you can't really say you know a jersey that you wore 17 times here's your winning percentage of that and then here's the winning percentage for everything else but it was more just a statement of I don't think you can sit there and say we never win in this jersey when you look at our actual wins entirely and we just weren't winning across the yeah, board. Yeah, it's not like we got a, an 80% win rate when we don't wear it and then we wear it and just Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We weren't sitting there saying, no, this is actually better. We were yeah. sitting there saying, stop saying that we never win in that jersey alone when statistically we just weren't winning across the board well you went on a crusade mate and you've been vindicated pal there wasn't so, a lot um, there wasn't a lot of miners jerseys there and i was speaking to my wife about this i think not everybody's crazy like us and has like what well, we've all got all three of us have got what 90 plus nights <laughs> jersey so not everyone's like us so if you are only going to be like a normal supporter and have maybe one or two jerseys you're probably not going to pick the miners jersey as one of those two jerseys so i can yeah. understand why it's not a big turnout you know but yeah it is what it is. But um, we've actually got one here from Adam, which is kind of related to what I just said. How many miners' jerseys do you own? So I've, I'm pretty sure I've got all of them, to be honest. Yeah, see, I'm the opposite. I've only got this one, our first one. That's the only one I've got. I've got yeah. six. Yeah, right. I don't know yeah, how many. It's never on my high list to get the miners' jerseys. I had to get a players' issue of one of them um, because they didn't release it. Remember, there was one they didn't release one oh, year yeah, and it had yeah, a yeah. different thing on it? But yeah. Uh, yeah, I've, I've got a fair few of them. But yeah. But anyway, yeah, I think it's um the curse has now been broken as a lot of people are putting on there. So, mm. um, okay, let's have a look here. We've they're coming in thick and fast. We've got Sean here. Who wins Knights Player of the Year as it stands right now? I I'm gonna back Crossland. I think Crossland's been sensational, given the circumstances. No preseason, playing out of position. He looks like a top yeah. eight fucking hooker every day of the week. Um, yeah. Doesn't put a foot wrong. There's you're not watching his game and go, oh, you know, he needs to do this and this. Like, how can you are there are there better? Like, how can at this stage, how can you take that nine jersey off the bloke? Like you can't. This is the best, this is the best football. This is the best two months of football that Adam O'Brien has gotten out of the Knights. Yeah. And that's that, and there's no coincidence. The bloke who touches the ball the most, Phoenix Crossland, is a huge massive part of that you can't it's not understated it's not he's a minor minor role to this he's the fucking hooker defending in the middle um and i still think there's layers to the game that we haven't seen we keep saying it every fucking week we've got receipts his kicking game is so fucking clutch the guy came as a half and you see it again every time this guy seems to kick the fucking ball it's a good one 40 20s great grubber in goal so i still think there's even more layers to him playing at hooker that we're going to explore still um, for me, like it's a long list. I if, we don't, if, we don't, if we don't have him as a starting hooker, someone else will. Fucking hate they that, would. That's what you need yeah. to start thinking about now is we've got Brayley locked for, I think, another two years, three, 
I think twenty twenty five. Yeah. Yep. So we've got Braley locked. But for me, you need to start prioritizing that signature of Phoenix Crossland for starting nine. He needs to be our starting nine. Otherwise, he's going to end up somewhere else. He's going to end up somewhere else on on good money. Let's be honest, he's on nothing. He'll be on nothing at the moment. So it's going to be a bit of a pay rise too. So It'd be very interesting to see. Surely Danny must be doing a fuckload of work with him. Have to be. Mm. Well, Danny did the exact same thing. Started out as a half and then... Moved into mm. the into the. Found I'm so ca- yeah. I'm so keen for him to have a preseason as a hooker man, just to yep. see you know the body shape, everything, man. It's totally different. Totally, I think people really underestimate as a professional athlete the positional changes. It's more than just when you get the ball and how you get it. It's defending in the middle and tackling your forty, you know, around averaging forty tackles in the exactly. middle. That is a that's man. a that's a huge. One totally that a lot different. of people, a lot of people skim over is yeah. He spent his entire juniors, his entire life, defending on the edge in the halves, and then it's here you go, son. Braley's gone down. Get in the middle and make forty tackles a game. But I also want you to have a fucking killer offense mm. where you're going to pick the ball up, dart to the left. And just create this fucking amazing yeah. thing on the left. Didn't he changed his whole There's body little... profile, though. Like his whole body, remember, because he was expecting to be um, used as a utility. Something, but didn't he change his actual body physique to fit that role? And yeah, of course like, you would. Yeah. Mm. So, and he, he sort of said it before. You, you boys picked up Sean. Um, you know, I think uh, KP and Jacko were screaming for um, for uh, for crossing the pass it out onto the left, and he's gone up. Nah, fuck it, seen it. Got the ball out to Gags, and Gags has scored. So it's even little moments like that. It's not like yeah. he's just um, seeing something and having the fucking balls to, to back pull the trigger it, on it, knowing yes. that you've got players like KP calling yeah. for the ball out there, and you go fuck. I've just seen something there. Yep. Just fucking have the balls to go for it, and it pays off. So yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And you see guys like say Brandon Smith, apparently the big fucking huge off-season signing. You know, going to elevate the roosters, Pfft. completely fucking splattered. Like, yeah. who's the better fucking hooker? I'll, I'll take fucking Crossland every day of the week, and you're paying Absolutely. the guy a third, if that, mm. of what you're paying Smith. So, for that and that alone, um, fucking yeah, Crossland every yeah. fucking day of the week. My money's on Crossland. Yeah. Yep. What I was saying before about um, if you own the owned one or two jerseys, um, I think Mark is the anomaly here. Uh, the only jersey <laughs> I own good is for the you. Mines one. So, Good for you, brother. You fucking you do yeah. you, pal. That's that's yeah. a champion move. That's a bold move. I love it. And after today's game, you're free to you know say that without any fear of you know retaliation or anything. So fucking mm, yeah. good for you, Mark. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to bring up three questions here, and then we'll answer it at the end because they're all kind of surrounding the same player. So we'll have a look at this one here first um, from J.K. Turtle. If that really is your last name. That is so cool. Yes. But anyway, yeah. um, everyone killed it today. Uh, really going to miss Fitzy. His combination on that left side has been epic. Shame he's only playing well now. So I'm going to go on to the next one about Fitzy. Um, uh, Dylan here. Can Fitzy cancel his move to Super League? And we've got this other one here from Mick who said, can we throw Lockie Fitz an offer for 24 or is he gone? Um, he's playing mm. Unreal. So first, I'm... Uh, is there any chance we could get him? Yeah, he's probably signed, so there is no possible chance we can get him, no. unfortunately. So he's um, gone. Um, Fitzy's another player, Stalky, that you and I, as the as the bench warmers, the last few years, defended 
through thick and thin. The heart of our we, team when we lacked. Yeah, we we were sitting there. All all these people were sitting there saying Lockie Fitz is a fucking bust. Um, and you and I are like the guy's a great hole runner. He's he has more heart for this team than anyone else. And mate, he's playing sensational football at the moment, and I'm so fucking devastated that we're losing Lockie oh, Fitz next week. Dare massive, I say it? Like massive I, hole to fill, and Warrington have picked themselves up yeah. a huge oh, player. He's probably too. my favorite player. He's probably my favorite player in the side for all the reasons we mentioned earlier. But I know it's hard to pick. Mm. That you know, there's so many great players, but yeah, yeah, such it's a, a shame, player, man. Yeah, but... only only twenty nine. So turning turning thirty in January. What did he so, sign? The old grey streak. He's got the grey streak in the hair, which um looks pretty mm. cool. But yeah, there we mm. go. Stress there. Um, what happened to him during the game? Um, I've noticed. I must have missed it. Oh like, yeah, I've just seen a couple of comments oh, saying because I noticed he was holding his arm. He came out, and my wife actually mentioned it when he came on after he was wearing the big coat. And she said, "Oh, why is his arm and look like it's in a sling?" And then when I saw the the um. The team song afterwards, he's there, but he's really got his arm like really close to him, like there is something trouble in him. So Adam O'Brien mm. said pretty much all it was, he got um it jammed up a bit and then it sort of just stiffened up through the game. But he said he'll, he'll be back next week. Nothing he's had a, he's had a few game, shoulder injuries. Yeah, so. yeah. So yeah, he said there was really nothing to 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 be concerned about, really. So yeah, but yeah, yeah. gonna be a big loss, man, especially with that. Last do you thing, almost make the do you almost make the move to bring Frizz over to that edge just to try and keep that edge? No, I don't know. I think we just see see what happens next year. We've um we've it's Pierce Paul that would be slotting into that that spot, wouldn't it? I, I, mm. I think he'll I think he'll do a a good job. So mm. I, I think you just leave it the way it is. Yeah. Oh yeah, yep. like you said. Uh, people, yeah, a few people are commenting here, like you said, um, shoulder. So it was something yeah. to do with shoulder. Yeah, I don't think he wasn't too concerned about. It, so I'd be very much surprised if um, if he yeah, isn't. Crikey, mate! He had a like you mentioned earlier too, and Daniel was just reminded us. Um, crook at halftime and picks up a shoulder injury. Mm. Poor bloke. Yeah, not the best of weeks there for the old Lockie Fitz. Um, okay, so let's have a look at this one. So this is the million dollar question, which is a total turnaround, another turnaround from the early season. Um, do we extend Adam O'Brien before season end? Look, it's, it's it's a bloody good question. It is a good question because as a coach, you want security, right? So AOB is going into, as far as I'm aware, next season at the end of the year, like that's it. His contract ends at the next end of next season. Is that correct? I believe so, yes. Yep. Yep. So what I'm trying to say is as a coach, you want security. And the way he's he's the team's going at the moment, you can't have him going into round one not knowing if he's got a job next year. So I feel like I feel like we are going to see a contract extension. And it's not only that too, it's all your assistants, it's all his guys. Because let's be honest, a lot of assistants that, you know, um, are brought in by the, the current coach, and if they're thinking, "Well, fuck," if there's a chance, you know, they're going to bounce AOB yeah. next year, they're going to bring in another guy. Well, he's going to want his own guys. So I'm out of a fucking job. So that's what um happened to um Blake uh, Green. He was looking around because he was thinking, "Well, shit, hang on, you know, yeah. the Wolves are out here for Adam O'Brien. I've got to fucking look elsewhere. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump before I'm pushed." Um, so yeah, it's a flow on effect. Too. It's all yeah. Exactly. Coaching. There's a lot to be learned from the start of this season, though. Like, we tried a lot of things. We tried the Ponga experiment. Unfortunately, Ponga was out with HIA and things like that. And there was a lot of things that we tried which didn't work. 
but we had to try mm-hmm. them, you know, and us, as well as most people in the comments, you know, that we saw earlier in the season were all for it. Like things like the Pomer, Ponger experiment didn't work. You know, we figured out what does work. Is it worth giving him another, you know, a shot at trying to complete, go one better next year with what's working this year? So I oh, think a lot, of it, a lot of it's going to come on the assistance too, though. Because we mm-hmm. used to fucking bag the fucking shit out of Willie Peters. The yeah. attack was absolutely fucking one-dimensional, boring. <laughs> Mate, you could see what the Knights were doing a week before they pulled the fucking play. Like, yeah. And so, you know, maybe maybe unjustly we shouldered a lot of blame on Adam O'Brien. Like, I, I guess at the end of the day, he picks and chooses who he wants in the coach's box. But the guys he's got around him this, this year have certainly... Who, who's the only difference? Is it Willie, Willie Peters obviously isn't there and they got um, McDermott in for the first year. Who else is in there with him? I feel we should know this. I remember. But yeah. Can't remember. But yeah, yeah I, 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 I think we will see an extension for AOB come. I don't, I don't think he's going into round one next year not knowing if he has a job next year. And like you said, all the assistants not knowing if they have a job next year. I, I think we, time I think we will too. see an extension. Remember when, like, the Wolves, like you said, were at his door? It's looking like, you know, every, every you know, man and his dog well, was giving him a hard were... time. And then his mum passes away at the same, around the same time. It's like, mm. mate. Well, we were, we were those Wolves. We were, I remember sitting here saying, I, I think I'm off AOB. Like, we weren't Wolves. We weren't sitting here doing a... Who's that? Howling Matt, as such. Matt, Matt, Matt uh, I can never get his name right. Matt, Matt McKay, the, right. the bloke who's constantly bagging OOB. We weren't. On the we top of his restraining order. Yeah. I do remember sitting here halfway through this season going, maybe he's not the coach for us. I do remember the three of us saying that. So I'm not going to sit here and say we've always been oh, no. huge on AOB. But you do have to remember as well, that stat came out that we're the we have the second highest. Well, I don't know if it's changed in the last couple of weeks, but we had the second highest rate of injuries five plus weeks this season. Mm-hmm. I can't remember who we were second behind because I was going to go tracking for that when um, you know this whole mining jersey curse that we always get injuries in the mining jersey, and I was going to say, well, hang on a sec, we're currently the second highest injury rate this season and we haven't even worn it yet so you have to remember that as well so yes there was the uh, the ponger experiment at the start but there's also been mass injuries in this squad as well mm. so I, I don't I, I don't really think you can sit here and judge him on the first half of the season i think maybe it's just time yeah. for some stability you know we're so fucking you know one thing that, that, that our club has lacked in the last decade is some stability around the place it's you know fucking had the ass torn out of it and mm. coaches and this and that going on so for peter parr to sort of come in and probably go you know what this place probably needs a little bit of stability let's let things sit get the coach comfortable i'm sure there's there'll be a fly on the wall in some of these meetings it would be a lot of stuff we will never ever know and you know yeah. i'm so, so surprised a lot of this stuff doesn't come out you hear mm. a lot of whispers and rumors and stuff like that but no one will ever truly know yeah, I, I if if it was me making this decision, I am I'm I'm re-signing him on on the on how the back end of this season's gone and how many games we have won when you stick a team together when you're naming the same team list essentially and you're keeping the spine the same and and this is what we can produce. Then yeah, I'm I'm offering him an extension yeah. before round one next year. I don't think how how many how many coaches 
could lose their star player, right? You play him out of position. He doesn't do a preseason. So he's coming in playing playing five eight when he should be playing fullback. Mm. On top of that, you've 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 traded away to try and get a a replacement fullback at the 11th hour and Lockie Miller. You've traded away to try and get a, a halfback because you, you know, unfortunately you, you let PC go last year and you just bit you in the ass big time. So you've got to address that. You're bringing mm. in Tyson Gamble. So, you know, you can only really mark him now, I think from halfway in the season onwards, because that first chunk of yes. the year, it was so, we, we, we brought yeah. it up in the season review, how many different combinations, ins and outs, KP, HIA, positional switch, Tyson coming in. Like the only steady person was Jackson Hastings. That was it. In and around him, it was so much chop and change. So now the dust has finally settled. Braley, another, there's another one. Braley, you lose. Even you lose Phoenix had a couple of games in, in the halves. Yeah, no, so Marju. Marju wasn't there the first what two or three games or something. He didn't yeah. play either. Yeah, yeah. But purely just on the spine alone, and you go, "Fuck, it's so disjointed." And I suppose you don't give the guy enough credit to go. I don't know how many coaches would have come out of the other end in the position we're in to go seven straight, and you're pretty much on the verge of locking up finals. There probably aren't too many. So everyone will know, like, mate, I fucking death rode fucking Adam O'Brien last year. I was so fucking pissed off with excuses and getting flogged at home every other week looking at the roster we had and what it was producing, but it's a fluid situation. You're allowed to change your opinion and fucking hats off to the bloke. He's fucking every, every player is playing career best form. Well, I think yeah, Michael that says comes down to good coaching. Yeah. Michael says he's got the boys playing for one yeah. another. And we mentioned that a few times, like in the past, there has seemed to, we're not going to go into it, but there seems to be divided and um, division in the team for one reason or another. Doesn't feel like it now. It doesn't feel like yeah. it. I, so, I don't, I don't want to say it. Um, but AOB losing his mum, when he did, how he did, um, it was on the on the Thursday. I'm pretty sure, and then I'm I think we played the next day up in up in Townsville, and the players would have seen what he did to get in that side. Losing your mum and your focus is just football team mind on the job. Yeah. I think the players would have seen that and went, fuck, I want to play for this guy. Like mm. this this guy is this guy is who I want coaching me. Mm. And I think now we are seeing players repaying AOB for that. Mm. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yep. No one would have forgiven yeah. him for sitting out one or two games when that happened and the fact he didn't. Yeah, it says a lot. So It's just yeah. it's um, just imagine imagine had we have had these things click a month earlier, mate, we're probably talking about top four. And that's people probably snuff at that. But you think, well, fuck, had we gone on this run a month earlier, there's yeah. every chance in the world we're looking at Knights being a top four fucking contender. Mm. And it's it's yeah. really not that you know, you you would say that five rounds into the comp, you'd be laughed out of the room. But but yeah, hats off to the guy, yeah. truly. Yeah. Uh, just a quick question here. Do you know to lighten the mood? It looks that was pretty deep. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry. Just a, just a quick People one like, here. Um, these guys do have feelings. Shit. Yeah. Um, Cameron's asked, what's the um, Knight's best jersey in your collection? So I'm gathering he means like most prized jersey in your collection. I always, t I always like flexing my 2002 War Club Challenge. I've always liked that one. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mine's by sevens. Mine would be the sevens, the Stockland sevens. That would be mine. So they're obviously mm. pretty hard to get. 
Saw one on one on eBay went for about eight hundred bucks the other night. Thought it would yeah. have gone higher than that. Is that the same one I'm thinking of? You know the one with the V? Eight hundred bucks that went for. Gee whiz, I thought they did I have, oh, was that the one without the sponsor on the front of it? Uh that's full rigid edge, double XL fucking there you go. whole kit, mate. There was a fucking good bit Gee. of gear. Yeah, eight hundred and sixty bucks or something it went for. I thought it would have gone. I would yeah, have I put I would have put a thousand on top of that again at least. Yeah, someone got a good at, bargain at the, there. At the height of its um at the height of it. Yeah, but Cameron, mate, it is bargain. unbelievable. Like Storky and I got to know each other purely by jersey collecting. Yeah, mate. We, jerseys we were buying for ten to fifty bucks used to be a lot on a jersey five years ago. <laughs> My lord, was, they were absolute bargains. And it, yeah. I reckon it was from about the end of two thousand and eighteen. I don't know what changed. It's just like everyone wanted to started collecting jerseys, and they just yeah. skyrocketed. Absolutely Dude, skyrocketed. I would hate to try and start this collection here now today. Yeah. Like I would be spending. Probably twenty times, thirty times the amount that I did. Yeah, um, it's crazy. And some of the bargains we've scored over the years, like oh man, like I got a yeah. signed '94 jersey for like thirty bucks. Like that's yeah. unheard of. You don't get days. that shit anymore. Like yeah, yeah it's it's yeah. a good and a bad thing. It's, it's it sucks for us collectors because you don't want to be forking it out. But it's good to see people genuinely invested in your past yeah. and flex. I, I love seeing it, man. I love. I saw one today actually. Watching the game, there was a bloke wearing the 2002 World Club Challenge jersey. I fucking spotted it a mile away. I yeah, love ten. when the crowd pans out. Any game, yeah, any game, that. and I just love sitting there trying to pick out all the rare jerseys. That it's fucking great. You know, what sucks, but because so many people are collecting them now, when people put up those posts of those really rare jerseys, and you click oh, on yeah. it, thinking, "Oh shit, there's one for sale," and it says someone saying, "I'm looking for this jersey," and you're like, "Ah, oh, you got me." Yeah, there was there was one. At, um, a mate tagged me. There was one at Red Bank. Um, it was a I think it was like an 80, early 80s Illawarra jersey for 10 bucks. Some bastard snapped it up. Like good size, condition. Bargains are still to be had out there. For me, the whole thing of it is the thrill of the chase. The bargain, the thrill of the chase is the main thing for me. And they're still out there, but mate, they you got a right place, right time, and you got to be bloody quick. Bloody ass. My my two favorites in my collection um, is I got a 94. Match worn sergeant jersey signed from 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 that that time. That's um. Have a go the old, have, the, have a go at the old number cracking yeah. off the old yellow numbers. Yeah. Love the cut sleeves too. Probably uh, asbestos or something. Tough old bastard. He probably ripped those off with his bare hands to wipe his nose too. And this this is number one. This is number one in my collection. This one means a lot to me. And how fucking good of a game was it? Yeah, yeah, that's a pretty, that's pretty fucking sick. Yeah, Mitchell Pierce, and you have ties with the bloke too, so that's Mitchell Pierce debut jer- Knights jersey. Um, the one he kicked that fucking awesome field goal in, and comment being, away if you've seen Sean in the park after that one. Um, just yeah. comment away if you've seen Sean in the park wear that same jersey, uh, reenacting that very field goal. <laughs> Throwing the me, hands up. Me and me and Piercy have very, very different body shapes. I wouldn't even want to try and put that on. I I'll wouldn't say that, Blake. I reckon pretty spot on. Yeah, yeah. like I've I've got you know fully signed '97 um, jersey. I got fully signed 2001 light center jerseys. But yeah, Mitchell Pierce match worn Mitchell Pierce debut jersey back in round one mm. 2018. That's that's yeah. got to be my favorite. 
Yeah. yeah. Um, Ian said here, I'd love that Sevens jersey, the one I was talking about earlier, to be our next away strip. Um, I've actually seen designs. You know, they um, that bloke who does all the designs for oh, different yeah. jerseys. Yeah, oh, yeah. He did one. Up, he did one up for that. It did not too bad. I'm pretty actually. sure our one of our Sevens, whilst we were with O'Neill, that was based on the 2003 four Sevens. That one. Remember that one was more white up top. I didn't actually mind that away kit. Um, we're gonna yeah. oh, look at Lucky here. You boys are gonna convince me to start jersey collecting, mate. Good luck what? now. <laughs> yeah, that's off to you, brother. Do it, mate. It's all fun. It's fun. It's fun, mate. Just oh, it's good, man. I love it. It's all good. Yeah, you definitely won't see the prices that Lincoln was talking about, where he's you know yeah. buying jerseys yeah. for ten bucks and twenty yeah. bucks. Those and... days are gone. Do you remember those seeing a jersey for like sixty bucks and you'd be like weighing up oh, sixty mm. bucks? I've I think I think I've paid up up close to probably about eight hundred dollars for a jersey. Yeah. And then they're gonna go they're gonna go up, up and up. I paid a thousand yeah. for the signed flight center jersey. It was framed. I don't know the, the frame. And the yeah, two thousand fifteen miners jersey. Yeah. <laughs> Steve's actually said here, are we due for a change in jersey style next year? Mate, I'd I'd love to see a jersey. Oh, you know what uh, I wish we went we, back to? When did we sure. when did we this is what the second year with second or third year. We have to have them for three years. So yeah, apparently yeah. the rumor is we have to have a jersey for three years before we can. Yeah. And it's, we have to have an away jersey for two, that, apparently. She, she, she's fact. She's fact. You have to have yeah. a home jersey for three years. How long have yeah, we had? And it's a way, away is only two, though, isn't it? You can change her away after two. Apparently. I swear this I is our first year with that. Classic. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, I would love to go back to the last Joey kit. I think it was last year was the first year that we had this thing with all the dots all over it. I think this is only our second year. I think we still got one more year yeah. in the current home jersey. I'm sure. Remember how we had the 2021 Heritage um, jersey? Mm. Oh, that was that's a nice jersey. That was, fits really nice. Looks really nice. And yeah, I would I would have liked yeah. that to mm. have been our our actual jersey. But yeah, they went this way. Instead. We haven't had a Heritage jersey this year, have we? No. Uh, I don't know. No. I Here we go. Look at polka dots next. There we go. <laughs> we're going the american dream there you go God. dusty roads polka dots yeah. okay so <laughs> i'll grab a couple more just questions it's starting we're start i know it's a big win so we're all excited so that the show is going a little bit longer than usual but i'll just grab um a couple more and we'll move on so um uh brad here has got a bit of a funny one actually sam ah sean what the capacity for mcdonald jones oh, stadium fuck me dead has anyone <laughs> been watching me i think um, i saw a online online just so many, so many uneducated people out there that are just sitting what there. Have I the capacity for McDonald Jones Stadium is a thirty thousand, right? Right. And then th there's been things online on on Mighty Knights pages and this, and and they've been talking about capacity, and people are sitting there saying like fighting so hard that it's thirty three. I'm sitting there thinking, how how are you like so wrong? It was last year or the year before the Knights used to do this trivia thing at halftime where they used to get you to text in what the, you know, you think the answer is. And one of them, what is the capacity of McDonald Jones stadium? And they had 33,000 and so many people were doing that. Cause if you jump online, it takes you to Wikipedia and Wikipedia is 33,000. But then you go to venue news, venues New South Wales yeah, website. You go to McDonald Jones Stadium website. You go to Australia Stadiums, Web Oz Stadiums, or whatever it's called, and it all says thirty thousand. And I'm sitting there, and it, it just 
got to me that all these people are like going back to Wikipedia. And I went, you know what? Get fucked. Fuck it. <laughs> so I went in and edited it on Wikipedia and changed it to 30,000 because that's what you can do. Any fucking You actually went on there, did you? I went to Wikipedia and I fucking changed it. So I'm going to. Doing God's uh, work, brother. Doing God's up work. Wikipedia offices in Sydney with a briefcase. Would, would they say, though? Would they say like 33? Like, do they do concerts there and like you can people stay in the field? Would that change it? Or is that. Is that where I'm thinking it's different? You'd get an extra 3,000 people if you had a stage and people just stand on the grass or what? I don't know. Yeah. Anyways. I don't know. Kudos I'm, I'm, for you, mate. Doing... Cameron said, um, how did it only get 29? Um, To be honest, like like I said earlier, I sit on the fence. I'm in the Andrew John stand and I'm right up against the fence. But I had a few, fair few empty seats around me, to be honest. So, But it is a lot of um members, if members don't turn up then you can't resell their tickets. Um, you've also got corporate sponsors who would have um, tickets bought that they would give to people. So, yeah, and if they don't turn up, they don't turn up either. So, you know, it's very rare you're going to get every single seat in the place full, but, mm. mate, it looked really, really full. It did look really, really full. So, so let's, have a, let's have a look at something quickly just because it's funny. So everyone was jumping on, on here, right, on, on, onto Wikipedia. And they were going over to capacity over here, which did say thirty-three thousand. I have changed it to thirty because that's what you can do on Wikipedia. You can get on there and change it to whatever you want because that's the beauty of of Wikipedia. But like I said, you go to McDonald Jones, um, you go to other venues here. You know, there you go. Venues in New South Wales. McDonald Jones Stadium is a multi-purpose outdoor stadium located in Newcastle with capacity. Of 30,000. So, look, I've, I just, you know, when you're seeing someone. He's a very petty man, Sean. He will fucking. Yeah, do thanks for that question, do. Brad. Um, that was really appreciated. You, oh, you, you, know when, you know, when you can. So glad look, I brought that McDonald up. McDonald Jones Stadium up the top. Like, you're just sitting there and you, you know, when you're just watching someone argue so hard, just something that isn't right and it just just bugs the shit out of you that's what it was doing to me it's just bugging the shit out of me that so so many people were just like nah it's fucking thirty three thousand champion and i'm sitting it, there it, it reminded oh. you if you know that meme where the kid's sitting in the class and you can see that big vein like in his head and he's just like no, <laughs> I'm, sure. I'm, I'm sitting here make that I'm, meme and I'm yeah sitting on to the us. toilet on, on my phone and all of these people just swear in black and blue that it's 33,000 I'm like it's it's fucking not you would strike me as sort of person even if it was 33,000 you would break in and fucking somehow undo 3,000 seats from Dynabolts and fuck them off the proof of point. I was I was fucking I was so close to just today walking around after the game just filming it going one <laughs> two three <laughs> we're just like about to start the show going where the heck Sean 749. <laughs> <laughs> Just counting seats, boys. Yeah. So let's move on. There's still yep. a fair few questions, but we, you know, we've been on for a while here. But I do have one here that is a segue into wrapping up the show. So this one here, Jen has asked, did I miss the new shirt reveal? So let's oh, bring it Jen, home. Did you? All right, Sean, bring it up again, brother. What have we got? We've got two for you, Jen. For anyone who missed it, who tuned in a little bit late, we got the Premier's jersey. The old classic Knight, um, not Knight, well, it is a Knighted logo, but it's the old Knight's logo changed into the Knighted. The Knight, we haven't named the Knight yet, so I think we should give um, the Knighted Knight a name. So suggestions out there if anyone wants to give him a name, like Bob, Harry, I don't know, just think of something. Novo. 
No, but I think that's copyright infringement. <laughs> what if he's the knight that invented the circle and we call him circumference? <laughs> I don't know why. I thought you were going to say I've been sitting on that for fucking 25 weeks. I finally got it out there. I thought you were going to say circums a lot, and I didn't know where you were going. That, to be Last honest. seven weeks, he would have been. <laughs> yeah, we're really spiraling here, guys. Circums a lot. Oh, God. And then there's this there one. There you go. So there you go, Jen. Um, yeah, we will release a f- once it all it is once we are locked in. Um, that'll be good too. Next week, beat the Sharkies, and we can go. Yep, pull the trigger on this one, and uh, obviously we'll, we'll we'll get the pre-orders for those started asap, so you guys can get your hands on those quick, smart. Uh, the final series. So that one was taken off um, the ninety-seven too. That's inspired from the ninety ninety-seven. Um, final shirt that we released back then so a few little throwbacks for you guys keeping that vintage feel going because mm. yeah sometimes the, the, the official knights ones they're a little bit hit and miss so we've karen the knight we've got a few knights <laughs> names coming up we've got a few <laughs> random ones here daniel said jerry so i don't know where where that one's come from <laughs> like daniel's got daniel's got matthew which is oh, that's, that's a, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fucking brilliant. Well done, Mark. Take that oh. under advisory. That one there, maybe. Oh, Mark, oh, oh, you savage! <laughs> uh. That's so good. Oh my god, that's fucking hilarious. Good stuff. Yeah, there yeah, you go. Yeah, if you got a, if you got a name right. for the night, fucking, I've never thought about it to be honest. Um, yeah, we need to give him a name. Him. You know, do. it's inspired by the old um classic logo that was out ages ago. Mm. Yeah. Uh, no, and they, these won't be limited either, Adam. So, yeah. mate, well, the final, those... well, the final, the final series. I think I was thinking he was asking about that one. You know, oh no, well, you know how the Knights' finals ones are limited, but mate, if you want to, you know, reminisce about this we'll year's final run next year, yeah. And then um, watch out for the new shirt coming out sometime soon too. That um, says McDonald Jones Stadium capacity thirty thousand with my face. <laughs> no, I'll have thirty three. Then I'll have it crossed out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. what about you busting Wikipedia. out of the Wikipedia page like the night? <laughs> yeah. Anyways, fucking hell! So there so, you go. Marathon. All these marathons are coming through. Yeah, I like the I like ones them. with Sir at the front of it. Yeah, there we mm. go. Mm. Size. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, so fucking good. Anyways, um, right for those of you guys who haven't done already, get out your diaries, or if you're a sensitive type and you love writing down your feelings. <laughs> Dig out the diary, uh, the journal, sorry, your journal. Uh, put it in. The 27th of August, 7.30 p.m. The Nighted, we have partnered up with the fine folks at the Sunnyside Tavern to give you the very first. Tell you what, guys, it's a record-breaking season. A lot of firsts this this year, and they're going to keep coming. Um, the very first inaugural live event in front of your very eyes. This very show, this one Next week will be from the Sunnyside Tavern, all right? I'm getting my ass on a plane, coming down to Newey, um, having a fun weekend with you boys, ripping and tearing down at McDonald Jones Stadium, and then straight afterwards, we're going to come back here and do the live show. Uh, I'll have a spare mic, get you guys up on the panel, be a good old time. So um, put that one in the diary, all right? Mate, Ian has said here, um, are we all going to fit in the sunny side? Mate, 330, 300. Whatever, mate, we're going to have a blast. Just turn What's up. the capacity of the sunny side? <laughs> um, no, <laughs> yeah. Wikipedia, go, Sean, get them. Yeah. I think it's 30,000 too, mate. Um, I'll, I'll just ring him and go, um, 
I'm a I'm a I'm a real nut for capacities. <laughs> um, what's your capacity? Yeah. So <laughs> I'm not nut. sure, mate. I, I don't know what the capacity is there, but we'll make it work, mm. brother. Even if we're yep. going to spill out onto the street, mate, we'll get up on that very deck there and talk to you guys from down the street. Whatever it takes, yep. mate. Be a and good then, old night. And then come come and come and find us, and we'll give you a. Give you a ticket. They're not. Uh, they're not going to cost you anything. But it's just something so we can hand you a ticket. Yep. Um, then we will draw it out of a out of a hat or something. Live and, on the show. Um, towards the end of the show, we'll, we'll draw it out. Towards the end of the show, and you will win yourself one of those premier T-shirts, which yeah. will, just said that straight after the game. We will have what, physically. Four o'clock game, isn't it? So four o'clock. So what time you get out? What, yeah, the game will finish at like six. That. Six. Um, Six thirty, yeah. you'll be out of out of the stadium, well and truly. Yeah. Um, so Seven thirty, normal time, the, normal time show. Yeah, grab a head couple to, of beers. Head to the sunny side, have a couple of beers with us before it, or you can have a feed, yeah. whatever. And then at seven thirty, we'll go live um, on on camera for everyone sitting at home watching it, like like you are now. Or you know, essentially, if you turn up, you're going to get us for an extra extra hour, really. Yeah, yeah. So, camera just mentioned there. Cameron said, will it be streamed on here as well? You just mentioned that. Yeah, it will be. It'll be just yeah. like this show, mate, except this time next week, us us three maniacs and the live audience, mate, that's what it'll be. So no different for all you guys who can't make it. Uh, if you're in a state, whatever, uh, international, in, for all the international uh, people tuning in, yes, you'll still be able to tune in. It'll be the same thing. It'll look a little bit different. You might hear some yahoos and carry on from the battlers, but um, yeah. yes. and we're going to be doing more of these too. We're going to be doing more and more of these next season. This we'll is the official one. This is the, this is the test drive, if you will. So, yeah, so yeah. bear with us. You know, they've, you know, it's gonna, it's just gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. we'll be us. doing it's this more fun. and more in the next year, and then yeah, we've already spoken about Magic Rand, a couple other things and stuff. So yes, so um, yeah. get along to this one, the very very first one, a night to remember. Um, now, we're gonna put it out to you guys. Rates and reviews, if you haven't done already, fuck it, we're gonna do it. Whoever leaves us the best five-star review, all right, you're going to get a sticker pack. We've released stickers for those of you who missed. When did we drop that? Was it on Tuesday? On the oh, Thursday yeah, it's Tuesday yeah, show. Tuesday. Tuesday show? We've no, got stickers now. Show. Yeah, it was Tuesday. Which you can buy right now. But as soon as this has ended, jump on, leave us a five-star review, and we're going to pick the best one. We're going to pick the very best one. So Spotify, Facebook, you can leave one on Facebook. Um, YouTube, uh, leave us a five-star review. If you can't, leave us a funny one. We're going to pick the best one. Send you a message. Send you out some stickers. Whack them on your car. Whack them on a South supporter's forehead. Even better. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. As soon as the show's finished, guys, so get away to that. In the next couple of days, we'll pick one out and shoot you guys a DM uh, to get your hands on some sexy stickers. Um, but, yeah, you guys know where we all are. Facebook, YouTube, all the all the good stuff. So, um, yeah, huge shout out to the major sponsor of the Sunday Night Show, LGB Marine. I tell you what, you think Phoenix Crossland, Leo Thompson, the Saifidi boys lay a good platform? Wait till you see what these fucking blokes do in the ocean. Fan fucking tastic. LGBMarine.com.au. Support the sponsors that support us, guys. Without them, we can't be doing this each and every week for you guys, giving you guys more and more nights content. All right. Uh, Locky Tipper, will the previous, yes, mate, they will be. Can you, rev... can you edit a five-star review? I don't know. No, you can't. Mm. They will be, mate. Yes. Oh. For those, for those of you that already have, 
Uh, but bonus points if you leave five-star reviews elsewhere too, all right? You'll go on the running there too. So fucking start sending them in, all right? Um, I think we'll, shout out. Uh, okay. we're trying to try and hit the same thing. Five-star circumcised. <laughs> That's going to be hard to beat. Um, huge shout out to all the battlers tuning in. A big, big episode. I knew it was going to be a big one. Um, but yeah, fucking hell. We did it, guys. We rode the wave. Seven straight. Remember those times we were sitting back and going, you know what? If we're going to be a premiership threat, we're going to have to win games back to back. We can't go win, mm. loss, win, loss, win, loss. Look at us now, baby. Seven on the trot, staring down eight. In Good times. Maybe even nine. Maybe 10. Where will it end? I love it, mate. And everyone's getting on board. It's such it's such a privilege, to be honest, to be to all of us. Like, not just us three, but all you guys in the comments just get in here and just celebrate wins like this, mate. Where else can you tune in, be a Bloody part of the awesome. show, and live live it live? Mm, it you know, it's just awesome. Right after the first. We all just love the nights, and it's... Oh, mate, I'm starting to tear Love up. the community. Beautiful. Fucking love you, battlers. <laughs> Great times to be nights, man. <laughs> Good times. Have we not addressed Storky's face paint as well? I dabbled. I dabbled today. Um, I thought because I've always wanted to do it, and it was literally just I'm a quick pass over here. It was just a quick draw, <laughs> but I'm going to go more in depth. Um, probably not next week because we've got the, the show afterwards. So, but I'm going to dabble. I, you know, something I wanted to do, and maybe Sean, you could do this because it doesn't really go with the beard, and you'll hear where I'm coming from. You know, Sting, out of you know oh, AEW, yeah. WCW. Do a sting face paint, but yeah, do a knight's version of that. Something I can't like fucking that. draw, so how am I going to be able to draw that <laughs> on my own scone? I don't know. Hit up the missus. I don't know. But she's probably worse than me. Shit. <laughs> yeah, the kids are not finger painting. I'm the one that has <laughs> your kids' craft shit. So he's just like this cheap paint. It's like sweating into his eyes, and he can't see anything. Ah, oh, it wouldn't have been nice today about having the whole face covered. Stumbles into the female toilets by accident. Glenn's just ordered um, stickers, so Fucking good one, good Glenn. for you, Thank Glenn. You good well for done, you, Glenn. brother. There Champion. you go, mate. Fucking legend. I yes. hope this comes off, too. Otherwise, it's going to be awkward in my work meetings tomorrow. We'll <laughs> <laughs> see how we go. Bit of foundation, mate. Bit of foundation, You'll mate. You'll be fine, brother. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Um, yeah, huge thank you to all the battlers that tuned in this week. Massive show. Uh, we are going to be back, obviously, for the Tuesday night show. Going to be another big, big one as we preview for the, the last... Um, Regular season home game against the Sharkies. Another humongous clash. So you do not want to miss that one. That's going to be another big, big episode. So 7.30 Tuesday nights. Um, us boys will be back to, to give you the, the rundown of that one. Uh, Lockie Tibbet, good man, mate. Appreciate the five-star review. Fuck, doing it live on the show. How good is this? Um, live. Mm. Pleasure as always, boys, jumping on and talking up the nights. Um Fucking Absolutely. hell, I can't believe we did it. What a, what a time to be alive, seven straight. Yep. Lord. Fucking apologize to everyone that, that to hear me singing, we win, we win, we win. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I'm just hoping they can pack the stadium next week. We have full capacity, 33,000 crowd, and we'll be laughing. It'd Head be great. <laughs> <laughs> on that note. Anyway, on that note, don't just have a good night. Have a Newcastle night. Brothers in arms, we're more than a team. And the heart of a say we wear on our sleeves for the red and the blue. Till the end we will fight. Sing along, live the Newcastle Knights. Long live the Newcastle Knights. Long live the Newcastle Knights for the red and the blue. Till the end we will fight. Sing along, live. 
pass some nights 